You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> S to the H to the L to the Isha. Some call me Sally, others call me Isha. If you don't like it, I'm going to have to beat you. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all, y'all, Y-N-L-L, I bet you all thought that Alicia couldn't spell, but now you know, and I got to go. Hey, it's time for the Alicia Show. <laughs> Welcome to the Alicia Show. Today, my guest is somebody who I have looked up to and adored for very, very, very many years. Uh, she, <laughs> she hails from Chicago. She has um, performed regionally everywhere. She's done everything. She's amazing my heart gets so big when i think about her because when she performs it comes from from such a deep place i got the opportunity to tour with her we launched the first national tour of beautiful the carol king musical together and she was our carol king i have chills just thinking about our reading together and it's and I and I'd also like to talk about her journey a little bit while we're on together because I remember somebody saying, I think I saw Abby Mueller in the ensemble of Kinky Boots. Isn't she about to be starring in the show that you're gonna be in? I'm like, uh yes. And so and going from that before this pandemic and post-pandemic, she is will be starring as Jane Seymour in the Blockbuster Hit. Six, the musical, please help me welcome the one, the only, Abby freaking Mueller. Hi, Talish. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. Thank you for having me on the Salish show. Oh my gosh. Like, how are you? You look so beautiful. How are you? Where are you? You're so sweet. I am well. I have, <laughs> uh, listen, I have my health. I have all... <laughs> necessities I feel like that I feel like that question has like been loaded for like the past year and a half it's so weird right it's almost like you're not I don't know if you felt this but almost like 
almost a little afraid to say like, if you're okay, like you have to kind of downplay or say, I'm okay. And so I've tried to adjust that a little bit and be like, listen, I'm okay, but I'm more than okay. I have like of all the things that could have, you know, gone wrong this year. It's like, what have I got that's going for me? So I don't know why I went into that diatribe, but I am fine. Amen. And you look like you're better than fine. Oh, you're so sweet. You don't look like you've been through a pandemic. (laughs) I'm like a lot of blush. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. I've been kind of um, all over. You've been traveling too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Everywhere. It's been interesting, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a super weird time, obviously. But um, right now I'm in uh, in the Midwest. Are you Uh, in Chicago? Yeah. (gasps) Chicago Bears. Um, yeah. Are you in California or New York? And it feels like New York again, Abby. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So great. I would like to start with, forgive me for starting here, but because we know that it has a good ending, I'm going to start. Okay. Um, I just want to, and I don't want to stay here long, but I want to just take it back to like March of 2020 when we were going I was in rehearsal for the Britney Spears musical. You were about to open. No, I know. You were literally, okay. Broadway shut down on like what? March 12th? The entire industry was devastated. Everybody was sad. This is the first time I've ever been laid off. Everybody's like, my last night performing was last night. What the heck? But although everyone was feeling sorry for themselves, everybody was more devastated for sixth musical, because that was your opening night. Well, listen, certainly not a devastation contest, but yeah, the timing was super interesting. Everybody was so anticipating. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, thanks. Yeah, we were really excited. It was, it was, yeah, it was like a couple hours before our opening night that the, the Broadway shutdown happened. So, I mean, there were a bunch of shows that were just either just opened or like, yeah, I think we were the only one maybe scheduled to open on that night, but certainly across the country, I feel like there was a Hamilton, to, somebody was, open, you know, so yeah. look, it's not, it's not personal. There was, everybody was affected, but yeah, it was a unique scenario for our show. And I think we sort of thought, well, at this point, they're not going to shut us down, like in the middle of the day. I don't know what we thought. It's so funny looking back, right? To be yeah. like, oh yeah, maybe it'll be a might be a week, you guys, or oh, well, looking like two weeks now and stuff like that. But remember that. Remember <laughs> that. You can, like look back through like yeah through like text like, two weeks. Oh my god, you guys, it's gonna be a month. Like oh, and then you know, and then. But um, no, I feel you. I think that feeling of it was very surreal. But I don't know. I feel like everyone's experience is is individual, of course. But I, I was just like it wasn't a huge. Sub- Maybe the timing was a surprise, but as you know, right, everything was swirling at that point in New York. Yeah. For people outside of New York, it did, it felt a little bit different. I think just being in the epicenter of it, like, you know, when people started, there was that usher that got ill. And and it was like that one person were like, oh, an usher had COVID. I remember that. Yes. But I really feel like way more people had it that didn't know they had it. I think you're right. I mean, I got super sick end of February. I missed like a lot. I missed over a week of previews. Like it was terrible timing. Oh, I so just much. a weird, I have no idea. There's no way to like find out at this point, but um, 
a lot of people were really sick. I remember that. And people, I'm talking to friends being like, there's something weird going around. Like it just doesn't act like another, like a bronchitis. Right. In my cast too, people were sick, but we're like, oh, it's obviously not. Well, it's February and it wasn't just, I don't know. It was so weird. So it's like, until it was like officially deemed, it was like kind of before and after. So yeah. So that obviously didn't happen on March 12th, but I'm, it's been so interesting to think like, wow, I wonder what would have happened if it, ha- if it had opened and then sh- everything was obviously going to shut down imminently, whether it was going to be Friday morning or Thursday at 3.30 p.m. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been. It's interesting to think about, but right. sort of. Yeah, I just, I just remember all of us being like, man, life sucks, but six. And so <laughs> fast forward a little bit because you guys have announced a comeback date, right? They have, yeah. They're selling tickets. So. Are you going to be in that? I, yeah, I hope so. Okay, you said they. I'm like, oh, shoot. Well, it, <laughs> well, well and that's why off the air we'll talk more about because I want to hear about your show and stuff like that. But, you know, the order of things, the order. Yes, actually, yes. Okay. I just found out about the Britney Spears musical on, on Google yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> checking my inbox. I'm like, <laughs> refresh. Okay. You get it. You must have, for everyone that doesn't, like, it's just been interesting the way that um, we've never been through this scenario before, right? Mm-hmm. It's never been like, oh, Broadway's been shut down for 18 months. So, yeah. So the announcements have been made. The show is coming back. And I look forward to returning with the show. Right on. Period. And, and people are looking forward to it as well. And so, and I feel like I'm in a similar boat to you. It's like, we don't know. And everyone's like, what's happening? What's going to happen? All these things. I'm like, don't ask me all these questions. I don't actually know. Right. But it's somewhere deep down, you know, okay, going to be working again. And so with that in mind, Abby, like, how do you get back into the mindset of, okay, we've been in a pandemic for over a year and now there is a very, very high chance that you're going to not just be back on Broadway, but to be like <laughs> dominating on Broadway in just a few <laughs> short months. How, what is that mental shift? How do you get back? What do you do? Like, um, uh, that is a very good question. I, I, I don't, I'm afraid I don't have an answer for you. And if you have one, please let me know because I'm over here. I've been, you I've been wondering the same thing. Look, I think, um, I really, it's like important to take a beat and um, just acknowledge that it's like, again, we've never been, it's not like, oh, you know, we've all gone through periods of, well, most of us, I don't know. I have gone through periods of unemployment, right? But really nothing to the extent of this pandemic. And I mean, like, I'm not singing a note for months and months and months and months usually when we're unemployed, right, we're still auditioning or we're still, I don't know, just doing concerts or messing around with friends. But this particular scenario is so different and having to isolate and literally stay, sit at home. And I don't know about you, but like when I'm not feeling, uh, when my spirit is not feeling very bright, like I don't think. I don't do, I don't do nothing. (laughs) Don't feel like it. It's usually one of the first things I can tell like, oh, okay we're going in a little bit of like the dark zone. So I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I, and it's, it's, it's almost hard to to be like, 
okay, well, what do I need when I'm preparing to come back from something that I've never come back from before? So I think yeah, I think there's just going to have to be, and I'm, I'll be honest with you, there's some trepidation there. I definitely feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to do everything I can, but like. You feel that? Yeah. Does anyone Abby, know? I just feel like you're Abby, you're Abby, you're Abby. Like you feel like you can literally, Abby. Okay. Here's the thing. I know you, I know, like I've toured with you. I know when you're sick. I know when you're sick because I've listened to you for how many days in a row? And if there's anything different, I'm like, oh, she's sick. But nobody, nobody would ever know that. Anybody sitting in the audience would never know that you're sick. And I'm always trying to get into your mind, like, how do you, <laughs> how you be fooling people? Like, I, I don't know. I, do, I don't, I, I don't. Even on your worst day. On your worst day, you're somebody's 11. Salisha, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, thank you. That's very sweet. But I I don't know how to respond to that. Though. Okay. Okay. Well, let me, let me, give me a second. Let me see if I can wrap my head around what I'm, there is a question in there that I actually do want to know as somebody who I'm like, okay, I am somebody who on tour for beautiful, all the girls used to make fun of me because they're like, Salisha, you get dressed so early. You're on stage five scenes ahead of time. And I would just let them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like to be ready, yada, yada, yada. Y'all, y'all, can you look a little closer? I'm getting on deck so I can watch, so I can take notes from you. I That was such a big part of my show was saying hi to you at the beginning every day. Remember that? Yes. I'd always be there and I get to see you. I love that. I mean, it's one of those things like I am, I'm always, I'm constantly learning from you. I know we're not the same type at all, but there is there's so much magic that you bring to the stage, whether it's <laughs> you just being in the moment, um, you using everything that is happening. If somebody's talking off stage, you use that for the scene. I'm like, how did she do that? When you're sick, you go and you still like, if you, if you're well enough to be on stage, nobody knows you're sick. Your tribe does because we, because you sound like a CD every day. So when there's one little change, it's like, but I do have a question. Here's a technical question for you, Abby. So when you are sick and you go on stage and you're singing, what goes through your mind to where you can relax? How do you get to relax so much to where it doesn't change the quality of your performance? Oh my gosh, I don't relax. I mean, you know how it is feeling sick and you got, um, oh my God, I'm just remembering now back to several choice moments when I'm I had to perform sick and you you and the whole company you want to talk about like somebody supporting you that that, that makes me a little emotional to, to remember <laughs> there there were some uh very ill moments and um look I thank you for saying all that first of all I think that well, you as a singer know how mind you know what mind effing it is <laughs> when you're like Oh my God, it's not there. And yeah. And even when someone says like, it's that's okay. No, you're okay. They can't stop. But like, you just you're know right. when it feels right. And you know when it hurts or it feels. And so, you know, there's a lot of that that you can't really take in. Something right. that I try to remember too, for 
when that because it, it's happened to everybody, right? And so you're like, is everybody lying to me or like what's going on? Girl, but, no, not you. <laughs> well, singing anyway, like so much of what you hear in your own head doesn't match what actually people are hearing out there. And thank God there's mics and stuff like that. But no, it's it's a terrible feeling, as you well know, anytime you're not feeling 100 percent and 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 um having to try to navigate around stuff. And there's certain shows where you can do that more than others, right? Some right. you just can't. Like you you would know as as well as I, like there's just it's that really hard moment too then when you have to know when you have to call out. Yeah, that um, is a hard when, that was a I made that mistake <laughs> once. One big one. You have to, you have to, you just have to like live and learn, right? Because especially where I growing up in the Chicago theater community, really growing up in any, I don't know, I feel like any community outside of the New York commercial theater machine where there's all these understudies built in and yeah. swings and stuff like that. Like, I don't know about when, when you grew up doing theater or whatever, but like where you started and like, sometimes you don't even have understudies. So it was really, there was sort of this mentality and I'm not saying it's a negative thing, but there's just a different mentality in the Chicago theater. Like you better be frigging, your leg better be sawed off. You better right, be right. You call out. Like calling out is not really a thing without notice. You Correct. Know? Correct. I mean, some people, they don't feel that way, but yes. Well, that's just what, like, I was really, so I, that, that one died really hard with me. Like, I still, when I call it, I feel like I'm letting down my grandma and her grandma and everybody oh, wants to get something. It's not about that, but it, there's conditioning that goes into it is what I'm saying. Right. I think people who are, like, looking at Broadway, like, one thing to really, like, dig your teeth into is that it's eight times a week. It is not a one and done. It is... Six days, eight times, sometimes double show days. And you have to show up with your actual body. It's not like the movies where you like film it and then you're out of there. It's like, no. And when we were on tour, we might be in the cold. It might be five degrees. It might be a hundred degrees tomorrow or wherever we're going to be. And to go through from all these different places. And so that's why I bring that up because it's just it's one of the, your magic. It's one of those things that are just like, no matter, and you're usually like leading the show. I'm like, how does she do that? Um, it's, it's really incredible. And I do have a question um, from my, one of my interns, her name is Sophia. She wanted to know for, for six, how was it preparing for, um, one of my best friends wanted to know this, Catherine, um, how was it preparing for Jane Seymour? Here's a two-part question. Okay. <laughs> one being with the London cast having having done it and then okay it's coming to America like how was that preparation that's the first part of the question it was really yeah it was cool because there so it was already like this big hit in London but kind of <laughs> people over here didn't really like I didn't know what it was until I got the appointment and I was like you know looked it up on YouTube and I was like oh shit. what is what's going on but this is so cool I had like a feeling in my body I was like I don't know I don't know what this is, but I feel like I want to do it. And I'm kind of scared because I don't know if I can, but that was, that was like my, vis my visceral first reaction. <laughs> yeah. but, but even like the reading the breakdown, I was like, I don't get it. And like, there was no script. You could listen to the recording, but I was like, oh, I wonder what the books and there is a book, but so much of it is music. So it was really cool that there was, it, it, it was so unique, but there was kind of like already like a buzz about it. 
But when we, when I, you know, first got the job, it was just for a regional production of Chicago, at Chicago yes. Shakespeare. Like That's it's awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, it was springtime, I think. Yeah, it was springtime in 2019. I was like, oh my God, it's a great theater. You know, I'll get to my hometown. And beyond that, we were like, and it looks really cool. It was a British team. I like, I've always wanted to like, I, I don't know why. I have like this dream to work in the West End. I love people with accents and stuff like that. So I was just like, this is like such a cool, like the creators are so young. It's so new. I just felt really excited by it. And then, um, but I was like, okay, this will be a fun job. Never really. I mean, you know, Salish, even if something has like buzz, we've all been started <laughs> like so many readings, like Broadway bound, Broadway bounce. Broadway bounce. You know, people Don't say that. Give me this time just like, <laughs> you know whatever we'll see it when it happens you know show me the contract kid whatever right so um yeah from there things obviously changed but at that point so that was sort of what it was like and, and I have to say um they the creative team was so cool about not it, never did we feel like you have to do the western version first of all there was a big like controversy over apparently I don't know about like the accents right? oh my gosh I didn't know there was a controversy but I was like do they, yeah. do they, do they not it's like part of the music oh I don't got a good accent never mind <laughs> they it was and I walked in tradition I was like so what <laughs> like so what type of British accent would you like you know and they were like oh we don't want one I was like what? but I memorized it in an <laughs> like, accent I was like I mean but I really like I really wanted to do an accent. Wait, no. wait, wait. Can we break up one second? You asked them what type of British accent would they like? I'm like, this is the only one that I have. I <laughs> yeah, I'm like a dialect nerd. You know this. So I'm like, do you want like a, I just wondered if they had a preference. Like, well, you know, obviously they don't want Cockney, but even all those girls, they all have different. In the UK, they have one of them seems kind of Northern. They all have like a different vibe. See, the second oh. I think that you're from this planet, you say something that is just so like, Abby, <laughs> you're a superstar. You're like- I'm a nerd? Is that what made you think it was a fun No, I'm just like asking what type of accent. If they were like, we want this instead of this, I'd be like, well, you're getting cockney, <laughs> so. Well, true, maybe they want a cockney, you know, if word works. So I just, anyway, got totally shut down. They're like, oh no, no, no. I, I admit I was a little like, oh. And at that point I was so used to hearing it. I was. I was even on like kind of the fence of like, I don't know, you guys, is it's going to be, is it going to work without, because yeah. I don't listen to the, the, the original, the studio cast recording, but they're like, sorry, not sorry, not, you know, it's like soup, soups, Brits. Right. But as soon as we started doing, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but they, my point is, <laughs> the team was so cool, right down to like, even with the music, like, there was stuff that the MD, like even with stuff, um, like we had, it was actually pretty fast putting the whole thing together. All of our brains were kind of exploding, but we had like riff sessions. Like he would take each of us individually and they'd be like, okay, so here's what's on the page. Here's what so-and-so we want to make sure like we were, we were really allowed to do our own thing within the framework. Right. Acting type wise, like with this show, I really think that they, this is true probably for every show, but they're kind of casting types and personalities for this show. Like they want, they, they, they 
have been interested in us bringing ourselves to the part. And that, as you know, that doesn't always happen. Right. right. It it seemed like when I saw you in the show, I was like, they built that around her. Like that portion is like, that was very Abby. Like, well, and maybe that, that just lined up, but it's funny now because one of the question that we, the Queens get a lot, is like, which other queen would you play? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, listen, I, the first admit, I'm like, there ain't nobody else I could be in this show. Like, I can't. <laughs> you some are could, Jane Seymour. Some people could, but like, I am, I have no, like, uh, what's the word? We have to be like, maybe I'm really versatile. And this show, it's like, nope, that's You're, one slot. That, I could have, the right? one. that is just who, that is just so you. It, it worked. I'm, I'm thrilled it, the way, like, it, I'm thrilled there was like a spot for me, honestly. Oh, it's so great. Um, You're so great in it. And so, okay, so Jane Seymour is a real person. Carol King, who you also starred as, <laughs> is a real person. How was it preparing for this, um, like, it being a real person again? Is, did you have to? Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, so obviously had some historical, I mean, completely different in the fact that Jane Seymour is not going to show up at the, sh- at the show and, like, I didn't, send, I didn't have to send my like callback tapes to Jane Seymour to approve it. Right. Whereas Carol King might show up any freaking day, which she did sometimes. You did have to do. Yeah. You know, and that whole like knowing like, oh, okay, if I, if I don't get it at this point, it's because Carol King herself is like, nope. Nope. Um, well, that was a little stressful, but uh, yeah, same, you know, I would say six, is obviously very different because Carol, not only is she, thank God, still with us, but it was a very, you know, it was a it was a biographical musical. Six is stylistically so different, right? So it's taking these real people, but obviously putting them in a scenario like the real Jane Seymour was not like in a Tudor pop girl group. So already we have a little more room to play. And unfortunately, you know, you know, there's not, they weren't really interested in what the women in their internal feelings and what was going on in their inner landscapes in those times. There's not a lot of actual historical um, data. I mean, about like, okay, well she did this and had this many miscarriages and died here or he killed her or whatever. But, you know, we don't have like the natural woman memoir for any of these scenes, unfortunately, like we do for Carol. So we had to fill in a lot of inf- a lot of gaps, but I think that's one of the things that's been super cool, also super kind of slash cool slash sad is um, and something that the show, I think, and the writing does so brilliantly is kind of show like what hasn't changed in so many years, you know, that women are still wow. kind of parallels and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how they sort of modernize it and I think it's really clever and really smart and really like, ooh, you know. Uh, how was it like fast forward to 2020, 2021, being the cast of all women? Like there's women <laughs> on the whole stage and it's a diverse cast of women. What's that like? It's friggin' awesome. And not something I've never, I guess in like readings. Wait, no, I did a show. I'm like, have I ever been in a cast of all women? Only one other time, I think, with Marvelous Wonderette. But um, it's awesome. 
And I think one of the, one of the things that, but also didn't seem that weird. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. And all of us, we love each other so much. We've like been through yeah, so much, you know, so much together. And it's been interesting watching the audiences kind of the, um, well, all generations fascinating actually, but particularly like our mom's generations and older. One of the first things they comment on is I've never seen a show in my life. That's all women on stage. And they're like pumped by it. It's almost like they don't know what, I don't want to say they don't know what to do with like the yeah. empowerment factor or, but um, it's, I think it's really important on so many levels, not only to see a stage full of women, not only to see a stage full of diverse women. Um, I think almost our, our, I think it, it, it could even mean things to different demographics and different generations and yeah. something that we almost think is like, take it for granted, but but no, because I was in the audience being like, dang, this is really empowering. And right. we're of the same generation. Like, that's what I was oh, feeling. Yeah, no, everybody finds it empowering. But as far as like, we're, it's not like you and I are like, right. I can't believe there's six women. Well, we kind of are, which is messed up. Right? But hopefully the point is, is that these little babies coming to see it are like, yeah, right. this is normal. Right. Normal. Yeah, there's somebody up there that looks like me and everyone in my class and everyone in my neighborhood or my city, like for, especially for these little girls and, and boys and not just little girls, but, uh, but especially for these people of color to see people represented. Absolutely. Up there as Queens and pop stars, you know? Yes. Um, oh, it's so, so fun. Necessary. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, I have a, a couple more questions for you. Oh, I'm just so excited for everything to come back. And, I, and I'm so excited for you, Abby. I just like, my heart is so big for you. Like there's really no, like really describing how, how big my heart is for you and how much I, I look up to you. I am just curious and you can answer this in any kind of way you want. I'm just curious for myself because I'm like, what are my actor friends doing during this whole time? I just started dating somebody who like literally he works like he works so much. He works like almost 12 hour days sometimes. And sitting next to him, I'm like, I'm not doing anything with my life. Like that's what it feels like. But really I am. But sitting next to somebody who's actively like, da -da 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 -da, I'm like, uh, have you felt like that? How have you filled your time and your days? Like when you're not able to be on stage, like. Well, first of all, I think that you have to like let yourself off the hook here because our day period looks nothing like, I don't know if this, but congratulations by the way. And second of all, like, uh, I don't know what he does for it, but I'm guessing it's more of like a nine to five sort of office. It's seven to seven. Okay. So like our schedule just is never, it's never looked like that period. You know what I mean? And I've, I felt like that my whole life. I've been like, dang, people will be like, so what do you, what do you do all day? And I'm like, I'm doing stuff all day, but it doesn't look like it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look like normal people. Right. It just doesn't look the same. And that's okay. And I feel like it was something we should be embracing now more than ever. Like there is no one size fits all anything like, some people love working 12 hours a day. Some people that's like not good for them. Some people you take away people's 
jobs, livelihood. Like, I don't care if you were a friggin', if you were an actor or you were a, you know, waiter, a lot of crossover there, but like, (laughs) there's a lot of crossover there. Somebody, you know, other, look, um, so many industries, right. That were completely, it's been devastating to many industries. Theater, I think is one of the last to return. So maybe longest hit, but I think it is normal albeit extremely uncomfortable to have kind of your life schedule, let me put it that way, your normal routine completely taken away and then to not have a moment of like, where's my worth? Where's my value? Like, what do I, am I, what do it do? Is what I do even worth anything? Like, who am I if I don't have my job? Right. We already run that risk. I mean, I think all people in most, even in Western culture anyway, tend to identify, I mean, what the first question people ask you when they meet you, right? Oh, hi, what do you do? What do you do? How do you identify? (laughs) And if you're in the arts, so much, I guess what you love is supposedly the same as your job, but like, it's our job. Yeah. Just because we weren't like filling out spreadsheets all day or like logging, you know, doing data entry. It's a different sort of um, like notating time and work and hours. It's just different. So you're right. That's how I found it's been really frigging weird and disorienting and I think if, if no one's had a moment of like what am I doing with my life I don't know anyone that hasn't had a moment like that this past year well probably people that I've had to keep working at. right 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 don't you feel that way I I do I our days do look different and to give to give ourselves a little grace and even when we are in performance it's like people asking like what do you do all day but really my job is to stay healthy and to experience like I love going out into the city and just soaking in the energy of the city especially when New York is feeling happy because <laughs> whatever the city is feeling is so palpable so yeah. um and just enjoying life and then going I don't know there's just like a lot of enjoyment in there but it's there's a better way to say it than the, what I'm saying yeah, I'm like, I don't I don't have like a soundbite if you find one please tell me because right? it's, it's been so like borderline humiliating when people are like what do you do all day and I'm like or the people that are like like so you work two and a half hours a day and I'm like three well, I still have to get <laughs> at least I mean the commute no but I I don't know how to articulate it and um to quantify it in the same way quantify it or qualify it? I don't know I know like, what you mean it's not like I work for eight hours like um, as you know, what we do from the minute we wake up, it's about getting, it's about being able to do what we do with, and for the people come and pay a lot of money for tickets just, you know. Yeah. And, and also like taking care of our emotional well-being. You mentioned something earlier where you were like, yeah, if I'm in a dark or if I'm in a like, dark land, like dark place, I don't want to sing. But guess what? When we've got an eight show week, no matter what land we're in, we got to show up and sing. So it's like really taking care of our heart and our minds and our emotional well-being. I'm like, oh my goodness. There's oh, yeah. there's a lot of like self-care that goes in there. Like, <laughs> I think it's probably way more the percentage. And I think, again, something that hopefully we've learned this past year. I know it's been like prevalent in the industry of like, oh, and every industry, right? Like even like, oh, do I need to go into my office five times a week or can I just go? You know, I think that's happening in every industry. Like how much do we actually, like in a, a reassessment of what the work week looks like yeah. and hopefully more emphasis on well-being 
and that, I mean, let's, it's still a capitalistic society. So it's not like everyone's that concerned with our well-being. but like, it, I think <laughs> if it's on it, no, it obviously should be because right. the thing, the more healthy and, and I mean that in all facets, um, the healthier your employees are, the more productive they're going to be and the more money you're going to make you right. and the better quality work they're going to have. But, but for actors, I think, I do think that that's shifting this, like, you know, the show will go on mentality, which people that's been polarizing, like, no, it means this, it means this, but not like hopefully moving more to a, to a realm of like, not at the expense of your personal mental, physical, emotional health. Are we doing that before? Because what we do, we, it's not, we can't cut it off here and be like, oh, I'm just not going to use my heart today or use my, like what we do and what we um, absorb from doing the show. Like, oh, this is beautiful. Like my body, I can't tell my body I'm not getting divorced eight times a week. That's wow. what it, Like people be like, God, I'm be, I'd be like, why is this so hard, man? And certain people are more sensitive to things like whatever, but even doing you know, I'm trying to think of another show. All the, every show has its um, physical toll and it's like psycho-spiritual, emotional toll. It's mental toll. By toll, I mean, that, that's what you're offsetting every day then with your, with your work day. Right. Like literally whatever's happening in your show is happening to you. Emotionally. It's happening in your life. And it's- and I don't think we always get a lot of guidance on how to navigate that. So we're kind of left to do it ourselves. And man, there's a lot of room for stuff to get to really um, Whew. take, take a, take a, t- I mean, you have to be doing a lot of uh, maintenance, a lot of maintenance. And oh my goodness, I just finished reading the law of attraction. So what you're saying is really scary. Cause we're like, what we do for a living is like, we are absorbing. We have all these emotions that we're having to put on stage. But like, have you heard about or read about the law of attraction? It's like, how do we offset what we are experiencing on stage because it's play and not letting that a part of our real life? I'm not gonna say any names, but there's like an actress who like played a crazy person on stage and then actually went crazy in her real life. Like when you are really taking on the character, it's like, how do we not let that seep into our own lives? Yeah, it's a great question. And and I think, a really necessary question and it's going to be diff. the answer is different for everybody so I just feel like that figuring out like working on your own stuff knowing yourself your system your body your personality your um the most about yourself so that you can use that information for your benefit and and that's how you learn to be like okay well I know I can I can't go out here you know, and I'm not just saying like louder talking, like everybody has different energetic needs. And I think that's what, I think what you're talking about are these energetic boundaries that are really, uh, I don't want to say difficult to maintain, but if you're not even aware that that's happening, you're going to be more susceptible to all the things that people use to medicate, to self-medicate, to not feel and absorb the, the negative stuff that's coming in. I mean, gosh, look at how many, you know, yes, yes. I don't know. I've struggled with that my entire life being like, what's mine and what's not mine. Right. Yeah. Like leave it at, leave it at this, like leave it at work. Yeah. But that takes strategy. Cause it's not just like, you know, blink your, for some people maybe, Oh man, I would love to get to that point. I mean, I hope I do, but again, there talk about universal laws, right? 
Right. Oh, you know what's up. You know what's up. There, it's, it, it, it goes somewhere. So learning how to, and that's why I love energy medicine and all forms like that, because it's about discharging this, these charges, like literally from your body, stuff you can't think your way out of, you know, when you're actually, when you're dealing with electricity and ions and stuff, you're like, yeah, that is what it is. Right. Um, I've got a couple extra questions um, before I let you go. And they're like fire questions. Um, Have any dream roles? You know what? Salish, I said I wanted to originate a role on Broadway. This, this role is literally a dream role. Come on, Abby! Hey. Woo, woo, woo! Oh, oh, I'm so excited about that. But next question, who do you look up to? Who do you look up to? Oh my gosh, so many people. Do you mean like in life or like in the industry or? Oh, but a boop and a boop. You know who, I mean, I always, I mean, Audrey McDonald's the first person that always popped into my head. And I've said before, and similarly like Bernadette Peters, as far as like women in the industry that are like, nailing it they're like i i don't do one thing i do everything they seem to me to be such like heart uh centered performers i don't know if it's even the right we're just like artists and they do cool stuff and they're they seem to like you know they speak out about the causes that are important to them and they're just i I, so i really look up i really look up to them a lot yeah I, i love that and I love them too. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like watching Bernadette in um, Hello Dolly. I was like, oh, I get it now. Isn't that great? I, I totally went, I went to see with both ladies. Uh, well, I, uh, there were more than two, sorry. but And yeah. what are you grateful for today? What am I grateful for today? Yeah. Whoa. So many things. Well, I'm really, ha- I'm really grateful to talk to you and thank you for having me. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, I am grateful that we, this must sound cheesy, but like we've had this time, we're at where we're at now. I'm grateful for this time that has passed. It has been challenging, but I think again, it's also important. I know there's some people that are like F this year, F that year. And I get it. I think it, it, you know, horrible, horrible things have happened but I don't feel like I can say that totally because there's been time, there's been value in the perspectives that have been forced upon, you know, me maybe, but like, and then just to still have, man, something I, I really am struggling with a lot to be totally honest with you, but I have to remember it is a practice of gratitude is for my body and to be like, listen, I know we don't always get along and there's things that we've, been fighting about for a long time now but like you have carried me through this you are alive like there are hundreds of thousands of people that are, are not and so especially getting back into work and getting back into all the headspace of all that goes with that and as women in the friggin you know show business industry that is me too just so much pressure i think on our bodies and what our bodies look like and and to try to remember that like the most important part is that it, it works and, and, and trusting that even when it feels like there's a lot to bounce back from this year and so many different facets, like right. I'm trying, and I'm speaking to myself as I'm saying this, as I'm at, like, I, I doubt now's the time she's going to give up on me. You know what I mean? Like if we're a little rusty or we're a little rusty, we'll work it out and we'll, we'll get it back. But yeah. 
there's so much more that is going right with my body than the stuff that I made, you know. Oh, I love that. And I love the way you, the way you're saying that because it's something that I need to hear. It's something that a lot of us performers need to hear um, and to, and to just uh, internalize to give ourselves a little grace. Yeah. A Ooh. lot of grace. It's hard though. I got, I, I, I just got started like sweating a little bit there. I don't know why I shared all that, but you know, that's the truth. So I, I really am grateful for that. Even if there's still stuff to, to work on, there always is, but you know, we're it, <laughs> what a unique time in human history to be living through. Right. Like, I know when you write your book, have you written your book already? I did. It needs to You've go already written. Wrote, yeah. Abby oh, off the record. Off to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. So in your next book, yes. <laughs> Your follow-up New York Times bestseller, you're going to be like, and then I lived through this global pandemic. Like, so interesting, right? Yes. That we chose this time. To come to earth. Come on down. Seriously, I'm, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining me, for being like present with me for a little while. And I'm so happy to see your face, number one. And I can't wait to see your face in person again. Every time I've been walking to a train back in the day when, you know, Broadway was up <laughs> and I see you at the stage door, it brings me so much joy to be like, abs, and you to be like, so late. I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> I love you so, so much. And also thank you for sharing like your gratitude list because that's a real thing. And that reminds me, like, hey, hey, remember that? I just made it. I was like, oh, I'm making this sound good. But I'm like, oh, you need to write that down. <laughs> Honestly, let me write that down. Abby Mueller, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait to see you back on Broadway and to nailing, to just continue nailing it. So thanks, Alicia. Love you. Love you, girl. That wraps another episode. Thanks for listening to The Salacia Show. See you next week and don't be shy. If you love the show, please tell me why. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Go one step further, tell a friend or two. Check out my site if you think it was the bomb. Pay a visit to SalaciaThomas.com. One last thing before I relax. Shout out Josh Carey and thanks, Podmax. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>
Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.